feel this is their year. They must be playing defensive. Schmeichel's not coming up for this one. Has he done enough? Hello and welcome to the United Community Podcast. This is episode number 10, I think, uh, of the United Community Podcast. Great to be back, everyone. Uh, obviously, football is back very soon after the World Cup. What a World Cup it's been. So we've got plenty to talk about today. Anybody joining us live on YouTube, you're more than welcome. But like I said, plenty to discuss. We're going to talk about the World Cup uh, and maybe review it. Is, is Messi the greatest ever? Uh, we're going to talk about Mbappe, we're going to give our team of the tournament, and then we're going to talk about the return of the Premier League and how squads and teams are affected in relation to injury uh, after the World Cup, uh, and yeah, of course we'll get into any questions or comments that you may have while we're watching live, uh, but again, I'd just like to welcome the usual suspect, Rice, he is back with us again, he still can't get that bloody camera working, Um but uh, yeah, it's probably better off to be quite honest. Um, but yeah, going to buy me a new laptop with all the money <laughs> he's making now. Yeah, I wish. Uh, but anyway, how are you getting on? How did you? Uh, let's jump straight into it. I suppose. Uh, World Cup done and dusted. Uh, what did you make of it? Did you enjoy it? Where would you rank it in terms of previous World Cups? All that good stuff. <clears throat> yeah, well. Uh... Look, first off, uh, I remember the last pod before I was saying I wasn't that excited for the World Cup, a Winter World Cup. Um, I have to say, hats off to Qatar. I thought they did a fantastic job. I really enjoyed the World Cup. Coming up to Christmas there, you're coming home from work some evenings at four o'clock. There's games on all day. It was good to see teams from so many different continents. Africans done well, Europeans done well, South Americans done well. Um it really was a kind of very broad spectrum of teams doing well, not only Europeans and South Americans. I thoroughly enjoyed that World Cup and without even actually realising it, it kind of gave a nice break from club football <clears throat> and now gives us something to look forward to even more coming back into the Christmas period. Like what a fairy tale. I don't think anybody in the world that's a real football fan can complain. Obviously big Ronaldo fans are the French and all will, but like, yeah, we've witnessed the greatest ever, in my opinion, now. And I was big team Ronaldo until the last few weeks. And I doff my hat to Messi. <laughs> yeah, you'd have to. You'd have to, wouldn't you? I think, like, did I heard a stat. I think actually the commentators mentioned it during the, during the final that he scored in, did he score in the last 16 quarter semis and final? Now, I don't know. Is that Would that have been all in, in this one World Cup? Or has he done it maybe? Throughout consecutive, World I was <clears throat> I was looking for something there on. Um, I thought I found it on Twitter. I don't know. I may have come across it on TikTok. Uh, not too sure, but I can't find it now. Anyway, but like Messi throughout that tournament has now holds now like twenty seven new records. A lot of these records now are very similar things. Like. He has the most World Cup appearances is one record and another record. He has the most minutes played in the World Cup. So 
that kind of comes almost without hand saying. Hand. But yeah. like this list, he this list <laughs> that he had was like he's like captain. He's the most. He's a player to have captained their team to the most or the most times at a World Cup. Like, oh, he's just bar his goal scoring. I think he's scored the most World Cup goals ever now. I was reading. So he um, he has the most World Cup goals. Is it? No, I don't think so. I think Klose is still is still top. Oh, maybe no. He's tied now with Klose. Sorry, he's tied yeah. with Klose now. Yeah, yeah, that was it. Um, sorry, you made me doubt myself there. I did read that though. Like the records that he broke was phenomenal. Even do you remember a couple of minutes to go on the match? He cut in on his left foot. Now he yeah. hit it down the straight down the keeper's throw. Keeper made a good save to tip it over, but like, oh, he's phenomenal, isn't he? Phenomenal, phenomenal. So again, look, you've kind of you've kind of touched on it already. Greatest of all time. Uh, but let yeah. me put it this way to you. Let me put it this way to you. Before the World Cup, would you have considered him the greatest of all time? Or do you think he needed to win the World Cup to become the greatest ever? I don't... This may, may sound kind of stupid or contradictory. I don't think, for me, he needed to win it to become the greatest ever. But I think it settles any debate. I get you. I know Pele has three, and this man has seven Ballon d'Ors. I'd say in the world, nobody will ever even come to four Ballon d'Ors ever again. Like, if, if Mbappe was to get three Ballon d'Ors in the next 10 years, that would be phenomenal. Yeah. Like, that I, would be phenomenal. I agree. I think, what is it? Ronaldo has five, is it? Five, and, like, seven. Yeah. Seven. Like, best player in the world. And that's voted. Isn't the Ballon d'Or like voted by other managers and captains and referees? I don't think so. I think the Ballon or maybe it is. I thought there was a with Ballon d'Or, it's actually a group of No, it's definitely down to votes. It's I don't know how it, there's a, a couple of hundred people that maybe. vote and it's definitely down to votes because you would see like um you could see some lads there and they would be relatively nobodies and they might have two votes. I get you. Yeah, it's definitely down to a voting system. Anyway, I don't, I don't, I'm not actually a hundred percent sure who votes. I thought it was like managers and captains or referees, something along that lines. Yeah, and let me ask you one final thing on the Messi Ronaldo debate, uh, and it, to bring it to, kind of to the Ronaldo side of things. Do you think the fact that all of the the trouble that's gone on with Ronaldo over the last couple of months now, obviously with with the fallout with the manager at, at Manchester United, and we've seen something very similar happening then in the World Cup, and we haven't actually had a podcast since then. Um, do you think that these circumstances have tarnished his reputation and maybe given Messi that leg up in terms of the greatest ever that he needed, or did it did that does that really matter in the long term? No, and the like in the long in the longevity of football and abilities, it doesn't. But you're like, with being the best in the world becomes a person becomes a personality. Yeah, and like if you're Ronaldo was always arrogant, confident. He could always back it up, but now it's just like as if he's stressed. He's losing the plot. He just can't bear that he is getting older. Yeah. Ronaldo, I, I think he shot himself in the foot and handed the ball into Messi's court. He didn't hand the ball into Messi's court as in, Messi didn't win the World Cup because Ronaldo self-destructed like that. Exactly. But, 
Ronaldo, like, like, where does he go from here? I know this isn't what this whole pod is about, but just like, where does he go from here? Yeah, he's over in Real Madrid training and now trying to keep fit. He's not loved by the United fans. Yeah, maybe 50% of the fan base. And in a year's time, he might say, look, it was terrible the way it ended with Ronaldo. But look, but, he's yeah. retiring now. He was a great servant of our club. We're not going to give him that statue because the way he came out, he had valid points on the club. But it, he's very, very selfish and the way he came about it, even when you see with Messi the other day, when Messi spoke after it, he referred constantly to his team and we and yeah, um, the morale the mor- morale and the team and like the fight and the will to win. Like they're a bunch of hooligans, really. Like they die for each other on the pitch. People might yeah. like it. They have fierce similarities bar having like Messi and world-class players, they have fierce similarities to that team Wimbledon back in the day. Like the crazy gang, but they don't care. Like teams come out, Netherlands came out and tried to fight him. They two teams tried to house three. They came out on top. The thing about Argentina is they have Messi to pull them through it. Yeah, and while you're mentioning that, that whole kind of shithousery thing and everything, what did you make of Martinez in the goal in terms of, you know, a lot of people saying he was being unprofessional and throwing the ball away when Chiumini was coming up and, Man, you know. Jack, people can say unprofessional. People can say he's unsportsman-like. That man is drunk somewhere in Buenos Aires with a World Cup medal in his back pocket and loved by the whole of his nation. Would you care if you were loved by the whole of Ireland and hated by everybody else, but you will die a national hero? Like, yeah. he done what he felt he had to do for his country. Yeah, I agree he, with you. Yeah, and I, look, it may be lack of respect. It was mind games. Again, I read another tweet, and it went down. It was a 10-part tweet, as some psychologist tweeted about it, how Emmy Martinez got into the players' heads. He, They said he was in the referee's head during the penalty, just as a player was putting the ball down. Martinez would be walking back. Then he'd be shouting at the ref, pointing at the spot. Is it on the spot? Is it on the spot? The ref would walk up, touch the ball, check it. Look back at Martinez, give him a thumbs up. Yeah, it's good. He said, this is all psychological, that, like, the player that's waiting to kick it is. Did you see who did, who did he throw the ball away for? Uh, two, did you see how far he had to walk to get that ball? <laughs> it was out to the edge of the box. Nearly. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? You know, like, and then Martinez when he comes back in gives him a wink in the goal and starts smiling. <laughs> These lads have the person who I knew very little of before this and who's one of my favorite footballers now is Rodrigo de Paul. He's like Messi's yeah. personal bodyguard. Yeah, like, it just doesn't let anyone go near him. Nobody go near him. I, I was reading another thing <clears throat> with McAllister, do you know, from Brighton. Yeah, from Brighton. And McAllister, I, he, he was giving an interview and he was saying, lads on the team, you used to call him Ginger. And he was like, I didn't like it and it upset me and all. And he said, so I was talking to Messi and I was saying, oh, the lads are upsetting me. They call me Ginger and all. So Messi told the lads, do not call him that anymore. He, like he said, what Messi says, Messi's like a mafia boss, essentially yeah. there. Amongst yeah. the players, even I was watching the homecoming there today, part of it or whenever it was on. I seen it about six hours ago. I don't know if it was live or if it was, I'm not sure of the time difference. Yeah. And Rodrigo de Paul, they were camped out up on the top of a bus. You know, he was sitting beside Messi, you know, like kind of nudging him, yeah. pointing down. They threw up a Donatello mask or something or Teddy, you know, a Ninja Mutant Turtle yeah. was thrown up to Messi and he was just kind of laughing it off. Like, they're a bag of shithouses, but they're world champions and they yeah. do not care what the yeah. rest of the world thinks of them. And just on another point, as for they go with Aguero 
and people say, oh, John Terry and all this, this is very different. Yeah. This is very different. Yeah. Aguero gave his whole life to the country and he would have been starting as a striker had he not had got that, that problem condition. with his heart. He yeah. definitely would have been coming on as a sub and had a big part to play. If you see the likes of Suarez and all still involved in his countries, he would have been coming on. I think he's... is. He Messi's son's godchild, or is his yeah, child no, Messi's? Right. So, yeah. Uh, so Aguero's child, Aguero's oldest son, Messi is his godfather. Maradona is his grandfather. Yeah, He's married to Maradona's daughter. Yeah, like or people, he, he might pe- not be married. Look, to people, him, people love to hate and talk is cheap, but I think he was. I, I won't say well within his rights. I not. I don't see any problem with him being out there on them pitch celebrating. I even was reading something again. I seem to be reading everything. You're that, doing nothing, but you're watching. You're just trying to let on to everyone that you read things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Watching pictures. <laughs> <laughs> but they say, um, apparently he was put on the coaching staff. To, so he actually got a medal. That okay. Before the World Cup, he was put on. the like They said he's a coach. Yeah. So he's actually getting a medal now. Well, the one, the one, the one thing that I felt with the World Cup final, okay, when you look at Aguero, okay, as a United fan, he's obviously enemy number one, and with Di Maria scoring and an assistant goals as an ex-United player and all of the bad talk that he gave, you know, about United and how much he hated the club and things like that, I still found myself, you know, uh. It, I still found empathy for them and, and I was happy for them seeing the, you know, the kind of, Di Maria couldn't stop crying for the whole bloody game, uh, you know, when he scored a goal and, you know, when goals were going in against him. But there was just something about, and I think, I think what you're saying about Messi is kind of right. If you take Messi out of that Argentinian team, I think the whole story doesn't exist. And I don't think Argentina win that World Cup, not only because what Messi gave them, on the pitch, but in terms of you know the the ending to the legacy, I think that drove on Argentina. Yeah, like if you, know, you if you look at them, I won't say they're bang average because like they're a massive, massive country in international football. Mm. As in, even if Brazil go through a bad patch, what way? What you may call a bad patch of players, they're still Brazil. There's still going to be expectation. But Messi gave hope if hope to that nation. Like any player, any interview that you've ever heard going on before, players are all like, we want to win this for Messi. Like, yeah. who says that about Ronaldo yeah. when they're with Portugal? Exactly. Like, and I don't mean to bring it back to this debate, but I think this like this debate is officially over. I think everybody knows that Ronaldo was still unbelievable, phenomenal player. Definitely top three, four that ever existed. I'd kind of be putting him and Messi one and two because I've never seen Pele. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen clips. I don't know what defenders were like back then. I do know they were a lot more hatchet and they'd be taking them down. If you ever see any of them clips of Maradona, they'd be taking them knee high tackles. Yeah. Well, I think, I think the one, I think the one thing that the likes of, uh, Ronaldo and Messi have in relation to that argument of the greatest of all time is the longevity that they've done it at. Like Maradona was unbelievable, but he didn't last a long time. 
you know, yeah. you know, same with George Best. Now you can say something about Pele. He did last, you know, he played into his forties. He never played outside of South America. You know what I mean? He played in he played in in uh, the United States, but he never played in Europe. You know, um, so I think for that reason alone, I think you know that's why Messi and Ronaldo. You know, if we go back in fifty years' time, if we're looking back, we'll still be talking about him as you know the greatest ever. But is there is the heir to the throne potentially going to get there? And we're talking about Mbappe here to move it on. You know, and obviously he's the first player since Jeff Hurst in 1966 to get a hat-trick in a World Cup final. Does he, or do you think he will potentially reach the levels of Messi and Ronaldo, uh, or is he just going to be seen as a very good player once he retires? Every player that comes through of like of this stature is going to be compared to, are they the next? Everyone's going to, Everyone who shows potential is going to be the next Messi or Mbappe. Or questioned, are they going to be the next? Sorry, not Messi or Mbappe. Messi, Messi or Ronaldo. Yeah. Like I think Mbappe has a lot more pressure on him than them two lads did at that age. Like Mbappe is on half a million or a million a week. Like yeah. the only place Mbappe can realistically go is Real Madrid, and that would massively further his career there. Do you think probably. so? Do you well, think they're, so? They're probably, think, they're realistically think, the biggest club in the world. Yeah, but I think if he is, if he wants to be seen as the greatest, one of the greatest players in history in another 10 or 15 years, I think he needs to play in the Premier League. I think the yeah. Premier League is so strong now. Like, if you look back, even, even 10 years ago, when Ronaldo was in, was in La Liga, it was a much stronger La Liga because Barcelona and Real Madrid were a, were a lot closer. I mean, the standard is not... Now, I know Real Madrid are European champions, but should they be European champions? You know, that's questionable. Barcelona are after falling off the face of the earth. Uh, and, you know, Jeez, Real... Barcelona, like... Did you not look at the league table? No, but I'm talking about in terms of, you know, in terms of presence. I, I, I Sorry, I'm probably... I'm probably trying to predict where Barcelona are going to be in a couple of years' time. And I think they're going to be bankrupt. You Bar know what I mean? Barcelona, yeah, they, Barcelona will be okay. They, yeah. they're, they're, they're a scumbag club. They, like, yeah. Well, what I'm, trying, what I'm trying to say is I think the Premier League is so far ahead of every other league in the world now uh, that I think for any player in the next 10 or 15 years to be regarded as one of the greatest of all time, I think you have to do it in the Premier League. Yeah, like where, where would Mbappe... Like probably the only people that could afford him is Man City. Well, there is a there is a United could afford him. No, nah, um, United aren't. I don't. I think United are a long way off getting players like that. Even before you no, start, no, before no, you no, even no. start trying to throw around that Bellingham is going to United. Bellingham, no, 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 one hundred percent not be going to United. No, I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that United's pulling power in terms of where we are. You know, in in terms of challenging for leagues and Champions Leagues is nowhere. But in terms of money to pay for players and to get players into the club United could afford them United can afford anyone they always could they just never went and spent it and like even you look today I see uh, an article in um, Sport in Barcelona uh, have an article about uh, Manchester United wanting to sign Messi or not Messi um, Mbappe uh, and that they're regularly checking up on his availability and things like that now look obviously you don't know what 
you know, how much is in these. But anyway, getting back to the whole... Well, Mbappe, Mbappe 100% wouldn't be going there till they be back in Champions League. Yeah, yeah. 100%, like, yeah. definitely not. Yeah. And um, I, I, I think he will be... He'll probably stay knocking around PSG next season. Do you think so? Like, unless... I think he- I think he needs to get out of there. I mean, you know, on the back of having such a strong World Cup like that, you know, and obviously there's, there's talks of him, you know, wanting out as quick as possible as well. Um, I think I think he'll try and get out in the summer. And I think probably PSG have enough of him. I probably want to get rid of him as well. Yeah, I don't know if that about No, I don't think they do. I don't. I definitely don't think PSG do. Uh, I think that Mbappe actually earned a lot more respect from me after that World Cup. I always yeah, kind of thought too. it was a spoiled brat. He was... Geez, he turned it on there. Seven goals, was it, or eight did he score? Like, eight, I think, yeah. Eight on the biggest stage of them all, hat-trick in the World Cup final and then finished his penalty in the shootout as well. I know yeah. two goals in the final were penalties, but as you see with Harry Kane, you have to put the ball in the net. A penalty isn't as easy. Absolutely, absolutely. Right, let's move on to the team of the tournament then in terms of the World Cup. And you've been struggling. You've been telling me you've been struggling. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, I just want to put up maybe an example on the screen of... Now, so this is Sky Sports' um, team of the tournament that that yeah. they've gone with, and look, you can tell, you know, and everyone's going to have their different opinions. You know what I mean? Um, but this is the one they've gone with. I let you go first, and and let me know, you know, tell me who who you've gone with in terms of your team. Okay, of the I'm gone. Emmy Martinez. Look, yeah. I know if we're going on stats and things like that, there was probably keepers who performed better than them. There's probably probably keepers who had a lot more shots on him and had saved a lot more shots. I know he scored, conceded three goals in the final, but like, you, I don't see how you could give it to anybody else with that save in the hundred and twenty-third minute, thirteen seconds on the clock. That go, ball goes in, your World Cup is over. Messi. I reckon we'll be indebted to this lad for his life. <laughs> yeah, I think Just, so. No, but he, like, that save that he pulled off, even the shit house three, he saved penalties in the shootout. For me, he's number one. I'm not saying he's the best goalie in the tournament. I'm saying he's my goalie of the tournament. Yep, okay. Right back is Hakimi. Again, he got Morocco to the first African team to get to the semi-final. I think he's a world-class player. Kind of says enough. He was up and down the line the whole time. He's just yeah. a great player. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, Vardy all, never even heard of him before. It Phenomenal tournament. I think he was particularly good against Brazil and Spain. Yeah. Uh, he he stood up in the big matches, didn't even realise he was so young, 20 years old. Yeah, um, Fa- face like, mask on makes him look like an animal yeah, as well. Like what a header even in that third, fourth place playoff. Um, yeah. Like the power he got from almost a standing header, you know, just to kind of dive at it. Yeah, thought it was a phenomenal header. The other centre half, I was could be probably a few people you thrown in here. No one massively stood out. I'm going with Romero. He started played most of the matches for Argentina. Their world champions. He's yep. um, my choice. And the left back um, I'm going with is I know how sure how to spell it now or pronounce it is Mazroy or Mazrui. I know. Mazrui. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he was the left back for Morocco. Yeah. Uh, the other choice obviously would have been Luis Hernandez, who a lot of people may have given it to. I've seen him in a few people's team in the tournaments. Yeah. But he had such a stinker against Argentina that I just don't think you could give it to him. Like Morocco defensively were very good throughout the tournament. Yeah. Again, I never heard of that lad before. 
centre mid we're going on to sorry midfield so we'll just kind of go a, and kind of go a tree in the middle yep um, something similar I have two of the same there Sky Sports I have Amrabat and the other one I was going to go was Modric but I'm just going to give it to that Tushilemi or Tushilemi yeah. is it Tuamini 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 yeah and then uh, Griezmann say kind of playing as a 10 or centre forward just yeah. Griezmann had a phenomenal tournament too he and did then in fairness up top I'm just different from the boys Giroud could easily do it but I have Messi Mbappe and Alvarez yeah, yeah, not a bad team. Not a bad team. It's just like it's 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 a team that look. It's 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 kind of heavily. It's it's very very orientated towards the teams that got to the semi final. But yeah. I'm just saying, like I've honourable mentions there to the Moroccan goalie um, and to Saka. Saka did have a very good tournament. To be fair, especially yeah. off the back of the abuse he got after the Euros. Mm. But again, look, it, it, it's people that stood out. To me, and that like they got vital goals, they got big goals, they defended well, and they got very far in the tournament. I don't Absolutely. believe this thing that England. I seen some teams there with Harry Maguire centre back. Like what? What's this? Like pity kind of points. He didn't have a bad tournament, but no way he was yeah. the best centre back in the tournament. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Right, I'll give you my one, and I'll put yeah. it up on the screen because I've done it. Uh, on, uh, there's actually, a, <coughs> I should have told you, Ron, there's actually a tab on the BBC sports page that allows you to do it so yeah uh this is my one i've yeah. gone with uh martinez in the goal i'm very similar to you to be quite honest with you yeah yeah like there's uh, keeper probably with better stats saves, yeah but cheats, just, just for overall impact you just cannot yeah. give it to anyone else you know what i mean uh hakimi and Gvardial, you've said it all about the two of them i've gone with hernandez as left yeah back. no I think, and, and you're dead right in what you're saying in relation to the the World Cup. Finally, did have a stinker of a game, but I think, you know, in the lead up to it, I think I thought he was brilliant. And I've gone with Varane, uh, and again, I, I've tried to do this as much as possible with my United hat on, and this doesn't come with the United hat on. Um, again, it goes back to if you take away the final, I think they were, you know, France were were pretty good in defence, uh, and. I, I, you know, I've seen the video of him of his speech against uh, Morocco at halftime as well, and stuff like that. And I, I, I just think he's he's the Rolls Royce, and I love him. He so. is. Look, I, I can't, I can't even just, I can't even really give you a stick saying like your rose, your red tinted glasses are on. He, he did have a very good tournament. Yeah, yeah. Uh, in the middle, then I've gone with Bellingham. Uh, I think for to do it, you know, he he's had a, he had a very good. <laughs> I know he obviously didn't go as far as as you would have liked with England, uh, but I think for a nineteen, it was no fault of his anyway. Yeah, no, absolutely not. No. And for a nineteen-year-old to be doing that is unbelievable. Griezmann were the same on that one, and I've gone with um, Bruno Fernandez. He has the third most goal involvements in the tournament after yeah. Messi and Mbappe, so I couldn't yeah. leave him out of it. You know, no, look, I look, that's probably heading a bit towards United you know like but then again this is a matter of opinion it's yeah. each of our teams and I know and... people people take Fernandez. you know some people love him some people hate him and you know I just think outside of Messi and Mbappe goal involvements he was third so I, I you know that's no, his was game brilliant. his game is you know creating he, and he was brilliant. Uh, the reason like I have your man Amrabat and they're ahead of him and I had just never heard of this lad and this is like a real lad 
Yeah. That you could sign off the back of the World Cup and he could be solid, useless. Somebody could yeah, sign him for 50 million yeah. and he could yeah. be, you know, but he was, he took the ball off the goalie and he traveled 70 yards with it, taking on yeah. lads, kicking it past him. He might bring it into the corner and he doesn't know what to do. He was, I thought he was phenomenal. Brilliant, brilliant, brilliant yeah. Uh, and then the three up front, I think I'm the same as you, Mbappe, yeah. Messi, and Alvarez. Um, and I think, uh, like Giroud, yeah, yeah. you could easily. Giroud, Giroud did have yeah. a good tournament, but yeah, he was he was hooked after what thirty nine minutes in the final. You're not getting into the team of tournaments with that, you know what I mean? Well, um, Alvarez or Hernandez got in there. Yeah, but he wasn't hooked. No, he was stinked though. Yeah, but anyway, look. Um, but yeah, I mean, look, we're we're pretty much similar enough, and I think the majority of people will go with the same. Again, just just to to finish up on the World Cup. I give my thoughts, and I thought it was a fantastic World Cup. And I know, yeah, and it'll always rumble on all of the, the political stuff in the background. But in terms of just pure football, uh, I think it's been a brilliant World Cup. I really do. Uh, obviously, like you were saying, you know, the time of year that it's on, you're coming home from work, and you know, there's a game on the, uh, uh, every evening. I thought it was brilliant. I really did. Now, do I want another? Winter World Cup, probably not, because I do enjoy the summer ones. But uh, I thought it was brilliant. Uh, and I, I thought, I thought, I thought it was too. And to tell you the truth, I'm not saying the next one, but if it was to happen again in the future, it wouldn't put me off the idea. Again, no. I thought, and to be fair to Qatar, they were getting a lot of stick before it. I'm not saying everything they do over there is right, but it did come across very well. It was a phenomenal tournament. It was a spectacle. They did it very well. Yeah, absolutely. In my opinion. And just before we go back to the club scene there. Yep. Um just five minutes there on who you think may have been standouts, who do you think may be say the the new El Haji Juff or the lads who've played at World Cups and made a name for themselves and are looking to move on. Not looking to move, but clubs are going to be coming in from. Yeah. Um well I think first and foremost you would have to say Martinez in the goal, uh, just for what he's done. You know, he's had he's when had Martin, Martinez in the goal, like he done the exact same thing that he done here now at in the Cop America the last Cop America. year. So I don't yeah. think I know again it's a matter of opinion, but I don't think this is anything I don't think anybody has seen anything with Martinez that most people didn't know before that watch football. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I like agree. he is an absolute shithouse. He's done this before. He's done this for Messi before. He stands on penalty spots. He scuffs him with his foot, feet. He throws the balls away. He yeah. he's done the exact same thing two years ago, or maybe last year in the Cop America, whenever it was on last. Yeah, yeah. Um, but no, yeah, agree. but again, he 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 could be looking. He's 30, 31. Keepers yeah. can go till 36, 7 easily. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. The other, I, I'll, I'll rattle off a couple of names real quick. Yeah. Um, Probably I'll similar. Give me maybe two or three. Gvardial, obviously, we mentioned him already. Yeah. He has to be in there. I think he's, you know, I'm not, who is he playing with again? I forgot who he's playing with. Leipzig. Um, he's 20 Leipzig. years old. Like yeah. Red Bull franchise. They're yeah. going to be in no rush to sell. They will be holding no. now for 60, 70, 80 million for this lad yeah. because Easy. they don't need the money. Exactly. Not that they don't need the money, but... Yeah, no, 100%. 100%. Uh, obviously, Bellingham, but it's pretty much on the cards that he's going to move in the summer anyway, so um, we'll skip over him. Where do you think uh, his destination will be? I don't know. I, I think... 
he's he's definitely coming back to the Premier League. I don't see him going to Spain. Uh, or... Yes, Man City, Man City written all over it. Unless Liverpool can, yeah. I think it's a foot race between the two of them if he is coming to Liverpool, or if he is coming to England. Now the one Unless... thing, I, the one thing I would say, and this is going to throw a big spanner in the works, and Manchester United have potentially are potentially going to have new owners by March. Okay, now let me just throw this out here, right? And again, if we take it in in terms of financial pulling power more than anything else, right? You're the, you're the new owner going into Manchester United and you have you take over the club in April. Transfer window opens in January. You want to make a statement signing. Do you go and throw 150 million at Bellingham? I think you do. You know what I mean? Yeah, so just, I'm not going to write know, United I'm saying, out. I'm not, saying, I'm not saying you won't throw that money at him. I just don't think he has any he intention go. of going there. No, I don't think so. Like Even, even, with, the, even with the prior connection that we had with him, you know that well obviously he he chose um Dartmouth over us two years ago. Um, no, I don't I I don't I that's only me and that's only my opinion. I can't see it happening to United at all. I like he can walk he can walk in to a ready made team at Man City. I know he has no connection to Liverpool. I'm not saying Liverpool have more of a chance than he I personally don't think that Liverpool will go out and spend hundred and fifty million on a player. Yeah. So um, as you can see on the screen there, this is coming from James Ducker in the Telegraph, who's a who's a tier one journalist. Now, again, it doesn't say anything specific is going to happen, but he said Ten Hag is keen to strengthen in midfield further next year. United showing strong interest in the likes of Bellingham, De Jong and Mohamed Kundus as well. Um, yeah, like how you couldn't have shown any more strong interest in... Frankie for the whole of last summer and nothing materialized. Yeah. Do you think like his he mind, said at the end, you think he said his mind this summer? Yeah, but but if Barcelona say that Frankie is up for grabs, there's going to be a lot more clubs involved than just Manchester United. Oh yeah, absolutely. absolutely. So like I don't like I don't know if he has any interest in going to Manchester United. Like yeah. he said he has never shown any indication himself that he wants to go to Manchester United. Yeah. Do you think if United finish in the top four, they'll be able to attract these I th- type Yeah, players? I think if United finish in the top four, it'll open up a lot more doors for them. If United yeah. aren't in the top four, you may delete that list and go look elsewhere, even if you do throw 150 million at someone. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. that's just, I think you know that realistically. I know you always want to have that glimmer of hope and United will always have pull and power as one of the biggest clubs and biggest names in world football. But yeah, if I was Bellingham now, just realistically be very 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 difficult to look past Man City like you're going into a team there you're going to be 20 years old and the manager's going to be like we want to build this team around you he's going to have Jack Reed or not Jack Reed sorry well he will have the likes of all them anyway but he's going to have Kevin De Bruyne there for maybe two three years Kevin De Bruyne can play easily till 33 at that top level Uh, he's going to have like link back up with Haaland so he's like I have Erling Haaland up top who's a goal machine like, Premier League is just going to be over, isn't it? But I don't see what I don't see what any other club could offer. And on top of that, whatever any other club offers them, Man City will just top it with fifty grand. I know now, Man, you can go for a shootout with them, but couldn't imagine Liverpool signing them and offering them three hundred and fifty grand well, a week. Liverpool are in the same boat as United are. They're probably going to have new owners by the summer as well. So it depends on what owners come in and say we're willing to pay you whatever you want. You know, so I know, but you don't like man, you have went through that before. Like, do they really want to do that again? What go through what giving players too much money? Yeah, 
Like you're only after kind yeah. of getting rid of a lot of that. Yeah, I and I'm not saying I know he's very young, but like he's saying, Alexis Sanchez, he was yeah, but, uh, yeah, unbelievable. And I knew you were going to say it. I know, but that's just the obvious one. I know, but we signed Alexis Sanchez at thirty, not twenty. I know, I know, I know, I know. You know what I mean? Um, but no, I know what you're saying. Anyway, I'll go back to the final name that I give you in relation to the World Cup uh, that I think could potentially be on the move is McAllister for Argentina. I thought he was absolutely phenomenal. And of course, he, play, <laughs> he plays for uh, Brighton. Brighton. In the, in what the gives you the league. indication that he could be on the move just because well, he's no, in the Premier not, League and you so, never heard of him? Sorry, not that he could be on the move. I, that, that, that could potentially move to a bigger club. If that makes sense. Now, now look, maybe he won't because Brighton are doing well in the Premier League. I could see him in a top four team. I could see him in an Arsenal or I could see him in a Spurs or something like that. Whether that would be a step up for him, I don't know. Um, but yeah, I was I, listening I, I, to a podcast earlier on and the Brighton chairman was speaking and everything. And he said, I, he's practically rubbing his hands together. He's saying, when you have a star like this, you want to hold on to and do as much as you can. But sometimes it's just not possible. So he knows in his head already, we want to keep him. But this is also could be their time to cash. Like if he was to go in the summer, he probably wouldn't go for a whole lot more than 50 million. I wouldn't think. But how yeah, often do Brighton get that? Right. Yeah, like exactly. I wouldn't, I, I'm just saying, even with inflation and today's prices, like I don't think he's like an 80 million player or anything. No, he's a player that has won the World Cup and deservedly so. Okay, I have two or maybe three here that you didn't yep. name, but again, one of them is obvious. And you maybe he was on your list, I don't think you named him Gakpo, but he was heavily yeah. linked before the World Cup, so that's yeah. not really something he impressed at the World Cup, scored a few goals, done well for the Dutch. I don't think he done anything overly impressive or anything that we didn't know that he could kind of already do yeah scored a few nice goals but I did see in a few matches I think the first match he scored a 96th minute winner or something yeah and it was a it was a a great way to win the game but up until then he was fairly non-existent yeah. Now he popped up at the winner. I'm not taking that from him. But I'm just saying he didn't, he did very well, but didn't absolutely set anything alight. Anything yeah. you go to the World Cup and score is unbelievable. But he didn't, like Ronaldo scored at the World Cup. He didn't, he did a shite World Cup. Yeah, I know what you mean. And and in, in what was a pretty average, um, a pretty average yeah. Dutch fight anyway. <laughs> like you know what I mean? Yeah, I don't know what price he what kind of price was being talked about with him before like i don't think eight i don't think he's like an 80 million player or anything no no so they're looking at anywhere between 45 and 60 million for him. yes it's kind of you a know. standard on rate it's terrible yeah. these days for decent players another one i had is goncalo ramos yeah don't know a whole lot about him, but the chap came on and scored a hat-trick when poor old Ronnie was sitting on the bench. He did, he did. Now, this lad reminds me of James Rodriguez. You know, has a brilliant World Cup, but will probably spend the next 10 years running around Europe signing for different clubs. You know what I mean? Yeah, um, now he has 14 goals this season for Benfica. Now, I don't does. know a whole lot about him. He was I, offered to he was offered to Wolves last year for 35 million in the summer and they turned him down. Was it? Was yeah. it? Yeah, was it, he, has a hun- he has a 105 million euro release clause in his contract. No uh, one yeah. is going to pay that. No. And you so, see the flute on him. <laughs> see that video? No. <laughs> He's sneaking extra players onto the pitch. No, did you see the film of... He, he, he made some I did. video. 
Oh, scandalous. I did. I did. Scandalous. I did. I did. I did. Let's leave that for another. The last one then that I see, and um, again, I'm not sure how to pronounce it. Did did this Sky Sports News may have had him in that team of the season. He's a left winger. Unahi. Un- oh, yeah, Unahi. Is that how you pronounce it? Yeah, I'm pretty sure, yeah. I thought he looked fairly decent. And yeah. I, I didn't have a clue who he was. I had to look him up. He plays for Anger. I'm sorry, I don't know how to say that either. They're bottom of the French League. A-N-G-R-E-S. Or Angers. Or, and they're bottom of the league. He's 22. Hasn't ever been at big club or anything like that. Like... You know, he's probably a player that like PSG could kind of pick up for maybe 15 million off them. Yeah. I just yeah, have in their squad. I yeah. like now he hasn't been ripping it up or anything for them this season. I just looked him up this evening and he hasn't scored or assisted for them this season, but he was impressive at that World Cup. There's now a player. Yeah. That somebody could sign on a five year contract. And in three years' time, he's playing with Birmingham in the championship. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. But yeah, some good options there. It really is. And but it, I suppose, you know, we'll, uh, you know, only time will tell how these players get on. But um, shall we move on to the Premier League? Yeah. yeah. For your um, so obviously, well, we won't, not specifically the Premier League, but just, you know, club football is back uh, and it's back of tomorrow night. Uh, United are playing Burnley in the Carabao Cup. Uh, well, first, I, I suppose probably the main thing we want to talk about is squads and how they've been affected by the World Cup in relation to players coming back fit uh, and maybe potentially having a World Cup hangover. I think that'll be, that'll rear its head if it is going to happen in maybe March, April time, you know what I mean? When when fixtures are starting to compact and things like that. But in relation to squads coming back, I think City basically have a clean bill of health. Liverpool have a clean bill of health. I think it's United and Arsenal potentially don't. Um, What do you make of squads coming back? Do you think it'll have a big impact? And, you know, obviously well, like, there's, a, there's a big top four race going to happen in the second half. Yeah, of yeah, yeah, massive. And it's like, the kind of question is now, can the likes of Arsenal hold their own? They're after losing Gabriel Jesus. I think it's for about three months at first glance, is it? Yeah, or is it minimum. So Yeah, minimum. So... He hadn't been scoring massively of late to him, but he had made a massive impact on their season and he was doing very well. You don't only have to be a striker that scores goals. Yeah, I agree. Like, once a team is winning, it doesn't massively matter where the goals are coming from if you're getting the results. He's obviously going to be a big blow to them. Varane is obviously going to be a massive blow to United. The only thing that you may hope as United is that, like, Maybe Harry Maguire has some newfound confidence. I don't but think Varane th- has an actual injury more than that. He just I think, I, it. I, no, I think he was just exhausted. Yeah, basically. Yeah. I, 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 I would use been. another Look, word. But I think the was... big injury, the big injury concern for United is Delow. He has a hamstring injury, I'm pretty sure. Um, you are sucking the life out of that pipe. I can hear you down the microphone. <laughs> Sorry, I thought I covered the mic and all. <laughs> But um, the law is, uh, yeah, the law is a big injury concern for United, and and the fact that we're light left back at the moment already, or sorry, at right back at the moment is, uh, is yeah. a concern, you know. And the kind, there's kind of reports going around that Eric Ten Hag is keen to find a solution for Spider at right back for Wambasaka 
So I yeah. don't think he has any plans to be playing him. No, and and that I actually had a TikTok about it today, and I'd like to get your input on it. Would you? So we're playing Burnley tomorrow night. Would you play Wambasaka at right back, or would you put say Malassia as a left back over in the right full position? <laughs> well, Malassia is right footed, I think. No, he's not. Is he? No, he's not. Who? Oh no, maybe. Did Malassia has played right full then, has he? He has. He's played yeah, there yeah, once sorry, and he, maybe had a, that's, uh, he had a poor game. Maybe that's where I seen it, that he had. Because I just wouldn't be a firm believer of, even though, look, it can work well. I just think your right and left full should be naturally right and left footed, naturally. like And yeah, obviously, their professional footballers have a strong weak foot. But like you want your left full overlapping and whipping in crosses on his left, not cutting back in on his right. And yeah. when you're thinking of clubs of Premier League stature, they should be able to have that. It was one thing I always found with that United boy. What's the young lad's name? He went on loan there to Norwich. Williams, there he is there. On the Williams, screen. is he? He, yeah. he like, ah, he's a good he, lad. Probably. He's, he's never going to cut as United, but like, he's a right-footed left back. Yeah, yeah. And I always just thought, how poor, like. You know, you're getting to the byline and he really looks like he's hooking it in with the left foot, not actually putting it. Do you know, if, you know, as playing as a fullback yourself, if you're running down, you have the ball in your strong foot. You can try and pinpoint, try and put it to a position at the back post. If you're going down the left and doing that, you're swinging it in and hoping for the best. <laughs> you realistically are, though. Yeah, throwing a big hook sandwich left at. And what's that? Sorry, what does that tweet? That's So that tweet oh, is yeah, the yeah. squad for Burnley. So we have David De Gea, Heaton, Dubravka, Bishop. Like, we have five fucking goalkeepers. That'll tell you how sharp we are uh, <coughs> in other areas. Uh, defenders, Wan-Bissaka, Williams, Maguire, Bennett, Lindelof, Shaw, and Malassia. Midfielders. Is centre- Bennett centre-half? Yeah. Is he? Now he's very young, so I, I, I'd yeah. be very surprised if he played. Midfielders then, McTominay, Fred, Eriksen, Casemiro, Iqbal, Van de Beek and Fernandes. So we could have our strongest, yeah, three starters that we normally have there. So, you know, obviously Casemiro, Eriksen and Fernandes. Uh, and then our attacking options are Garnacho, Rashford, Martial, Anthony, then Anthony Alanga and Palestri. So you could Jeez, that's be looking so, at... That's like... I know your players missing, but like... That is such a bad squad, isn't it? It's As not much, the best. Like, no, I I know you have world class players in there, a mix of them, but you just look at that, like like there's some like look Wambasaka, Williams, yeah, Bennett's young, don't know him. Lindelof, backup, Maguire, McTominay, Fred, Iqbal Young, yeah, Van der Beek. Garnacho like, Young coming through for Nan or Rashford, yeah. Well, Martial. the only the only real players that were missing there, right? That we would have had starting is our two centre backs, Varane and Martinez. Other than that, that's basically our squad. You know, yeah, like, it's like, but it's so it's so lacking depth, isn't it? It is. Oh yeah, and and I've I've mentioned this from from you know very early doors in the Premier League season this year. And I'm actually, and of course, sorry, the law, forgot the law as well. Yeah. Um, but now the three of them would massively strengthen up oh, that back line. You put of in, course. you put in that law, uh, you have Shaw left back and the two boys in centre back. You're fairly, you're up there with the best in the, like you're up there, I won't say the best, I'm not saying they're tech necessarily the four best players, but, the best but they're up there, they're, but they're up there with the top four, you know what I mean? They're a top yeah. four full back line. 
like yeah, they're a top absolutely. four defense. Yeah, but like, and and that's the one thing that that I I've been worried about about this World Cup more than anything else is the fact that we are so paper thin, and we've got an injury now to our right full. I know we're going to be linked with a right full anyway because you know there's talks of Ten Hag wanting a striker and a right full in January, regardless. So I think the fact that the law is injured uh, will probably accelerate that anyway. But outside of that, like Ronaldo, if, if if Bruno there done a six month injury, oh yeah, we're screwed. That midfield is screwed. Screwed. Absolutely, I agree. I agree. Um, and that's why I wouldn't write out United throwing silly money at someone like a Bellingham or going back for Frankie Dion or something like that. Because, you know, if you look at Casemiro and Ericsson are both over 30 and Bruno Fernandes is not far off it. I think a year or two at the most, you know. Now, your man Iqbal, Zidane Iqbal is going to be an absolute quality player, but he's too young to be thrown into that team yet. You know what I mean? Um, but... Uh, but yeah, so yeah, I think like that's the main thing. Obviously, we were talking about uh, Arsenal as well. You mentioned there with Sancho, or sorry, with um, Bruno's only gone twenty eight, just gone twenty eight. Yeah, um, so he's still four yeah, years there. Ah, yeah, he's in his prime at the moment. Yeah, absolutely. prime. Um, but I think Gabriel Jesus is going to be a big loss to to Arsenal, like you yeah. mentioned there. I think he is there any other is there any other I'd like regarding now Premier League is there any other like big. Injury Loss. losses. I don't think so. Not that I'm fully aware. Like if you look at if you look at Man City, they came back with you know De Bruyne still okay. Haaland didn't even go. Bernardo Silva came back fine. Um, Kyle, all the English players came back fine. Grealish, Walker, you know, and 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 similarly with Liverpool, Van Dijk is good. Um, who else? Trent didn't even fucking play. Um. You know, Did so, you know, you'd only have one club friendly. Two. Last bottom. To Betis, yeah. Betis and um Cadiz was Cadiz, the other one. I see that. Uh, look, I wouldn't be overly concerned about about pre-season or mid-season friendlies. It's just to get the sharpness back. Yeah, I'm looking but, at some of the names on it here. Yeah, but like, I do I do Tom worry Heaton about got 45 minutes. They've let Sam Murray raise Bennett. Yeah, you basically had teenagers uh, Charlie playing Savage. in the second half. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. You know, but um, so give me your prediction. I don't want a full out now prediction, but what way do you do you see the start of the, you know, the I suppose the restart of the Premier League going? United, like <clears throat> they don't. I know they've Burnley tomorrow. Don't worry about that EFL Cup. Yeah, it'd be nice to win it, but I, I'd be starting some more of the younger lads there tomorrow night. I, yeah, a, a mix of maybe Casemiro and these. You want to get the lads getting their touch back. But, like, every game for United is massive. Like, here, you've Nottingham Forest in your first game back. Like, mm. that Now, it could is, be worse. It could be worse. could be worse. It couldn't be better. Yeah. How could it be better? You're playing yeah. the worst team in the Premier League at home. Yeah. Like, this is a way that you can try and now, if results go your way, I think you could edge back into the top four. Could you? Nah. No. Well, we're playing... Oh, you'll have a game in hand. Yeah, we're playing second. So we're actually not playing on Boxing Day. We're playing the day after. Stevens is there. Yeah, Stevens is there. Yeah, not Boxing Day. Yeah, well, for for any of our foreign mm, listeners. mm. Yeah, but we're Irish. Yeah, all right. So, no, but then you have Wolves. Just looking at it here, United, you have Nuts Horst away, or Nuts Horst at home, Wolves away. Then you have Bournemouth at home, Everton and the FA Cup, don't worry about that. Then you're into Man City. If you can go into that Man City game, 
if he, he could go in there with nine points, that would be a massive stage. Huge. Now, yeah, even yeah, you, uh, you minimum you'll be have to be getting a seven. You yeah. have to be getting seven minimum. Yeah. Even nine, you want to be saying wolves aren't what they used to be. But I know it's it's <clears> a way Molyneux was always tough. I know, I know, and I know you're like playing three games in a week or whatever like that. Three games in eight days, mm. it's not going to be easy. But <clears throat> if you could come out with put it this way, nine points would be massive. Seven points would be. Yeah, you'd be content. Six points, you'd be very disappointed. Yeah, well, I think you're, you're right in that situation because, like, getting them, getting nine points on the board, I think, is a must there because you then go into a very tough run of fixtures, not in relation to just Premier League alone, but you have everything in the FA Cup that won't yeah. be easy. You have City. You always, try, you always get everything, do you? I know. My I God. Know, I know. So we have City then. We have, in the Premier League, City, Arsenal, Crystal Palace and Leeds. Now, they're four difficult enough yeah. games. Now, you'd be looking you know. at Palace, you'd be like, you'd yeah, thinking Palace mightn't be that bad. Or yeah, but then, but like then you're, going, but you're going Leeds, straight into the Barcelona game then. In the, in but the Leeds, Leeds. Leeds is a derby game too. Leeds yeah, love absolutely. getting one over on United. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Like Leeds. Yeah. And then you have Leicester sandwiched in between the two Barcelona games in the Europa League as well. So, you know, you're looking at a run of, you know, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven Difficult enough games in a row. You then have Brentford, and then you're into Liverpool away. You know, yeah. so yeah. you know that brings you right up to the start of March. And actually, Liverpool away is on my birthday, so happy days. Um, but look, right, so I think we'll wrap it up there. Um, I appreciate you coming on. It's been good, good one back. And we'll start hopefully getting them regular every week now as well, uh, guys. For you know the the, the Premier League returning. Um, I'd like to thank you all for listening. Anyone uh, who's been listening through with us, uh, we appreciate it. Um, if you're new to uh, the podcast, please do give us a five-star review wherever you're listening. Uh, we're United Community Channel on YouTube, TikTok, Instagram, all of the platforms. Uh, so give us a follow uh, wherever you are. Uh, but I appreciate you listening. Uh, thanks to everyone who has. Uh, we'll be back again next week uh, with our first uh, round of Premier League uh, fixture reviews. But until then, I appreciate it. Take care.